Farming is a great way to live. The blue skies, the fall months of bringing in the harvest, the sentimental picture-taking of your children sleeping in the tractor cab. You know, all that crap. Well, you can check that garbage at the door and crack a beer, because we ain't playing on this here podcast. We're the uncles that not only think before we speak, realize it's probably inappropriate, and then say it anyway, because we are the Dryline Farmer Podcast. Now a member of the Global Ag Network. really want to trip yourself out just watch like a country music award show or any music award show and put it on mute that it <laughs> there's scenes in the whole deal where uh, there looks like the women are shaking their chest for no reason <laughs> it's like they're screaming it's like oh my god i'm deaf <laughs> and they're all now they're all raising their arms to the sky and i know she's not doing a gospel song but that is carrie wonder underwood and she is singing i mean she's working that microphone like nuts she's got this I'm guessing she's pregnant, and man, once again, those eyebrows kind of trip me out because they're like perfectly manicured. They're like, she's got like equidistant length, uh, distance between each eyebrow, which I know you're supposed to do, but it's like almost too perfect. It's like she got a caliper or something, man. It just like went right up above her nose with a caliper. Well, yeah, this is a farming podcast, and this is the Dryland Farmer podcast, and we're just sitting here watching the CMA Music Awards on a... Wednesday night, we're coming out a day late on you, but you know, that's how we roll sometimes. I am Brent Carlson, and I am your host of the Dryline Farmer Podcast, and with me as always is my co-host Landon. Landon, what's going on? How much? You know, her husband probably literally got one past the goalie on that one. <laughs> <laughs> is it because he's a hockey player? Uh, I guess. <laughs> Isn't it? I think he's... I he know, is, yeah. He's... I don't know who she's married to. I mean, and what is that chick wearing? Is that a swimsuit with like a fishnet? Yeah, hey, oh, you're in your nightgown, I guess. Come on out. Country <laughs> no. music's so bad that they have to have women in their nightgowns. Actually, Landon, I watch. think that's half of her nightgown. Ah. And now Old Dominion is just one new vocal group of the of the year. And that's another trippy thing. Watch the whole thing on mute when they're playing all the previews of like all the bands that are up for a category. And uh, let's say this guy, what is he wearing? He's got the old uh, wool, the big wool collar. Is that a wool collar, like from 1987? There is nothing country about this. The only way to watch this is on mute, and I've got my glasses off. <laughs> the only way, yeah, the only way this is country is if you go outside on the street and people are hawking moonshine. I mean, what happened to the good old days of Johnny Cash getting back from rehab or Folsom Prison, and he never even really, you know, he played there, but he never really stayed there? Yeah, I don't know, man. But, okay, we're not talking country music tonight. We're talking, that's right, you guessed it, handicapped parking spots and the self-righteous people that like to get a little too high on their horse about them. Uh, we just, I ran across this story that it actually happened back in the summer about a guy that shot another guy over a handicapped parking spot. And um, we just thought, yeah, this needs to be talked about, needs to be discussed, because, I mean, if that's what it's coming to about a handicapped parking spot and you lose your life over it, uh, chances are that uh, it's going to have some commentary from this podcast. So we're going to talk about that in our next segment uh, after our commercial and after our Radar Ricardo gives his weather report. But first, uh, this week we got a big snowstorm. 
Fortunately, I got a big whopping 25 acres of cotton out of the field. And uh, we only have like, let's see, 1,375 acres left to go. So we've not really taken the top off of it off. That's a good start, Brent. Oh, man. I, you know, we don't have to. We can go as late as we want. It's not like we have to bring it down to the co-op elevators. You know, they want to shut down at like 630. <laughs> I mean, that's just how we've had our experiences with our local co-op lately. But yeah, I wonder when we're going to start piling corn out in the field and then the co-op has to come pick it up. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know, right? I, I still am waiting for those. What do you call those big aug- the augers that go horizontal outside that you stack it outside? Oh, those little ground augers? Like it's- the ground pile? Make the ground pile, yeah. yeah. I never understood why that was ever a good idea. I guess if you don't have storage, you don't have storage. But they just—I uh, haven't seen them. They hadn't worked since I've been alive. I don't think. I but. don't. I think we've done one pile since I've been at Hereford Grain. That was 14 years ago. That was <laughs> that was a good year. I just—I don't know who I laughed like, but it was pretty pretty damn goofy. But giggity, uh, <laughs> giggity, giggity. yeah. yeah. So uh, anyway, yeah, we uh, we got the snowstorm, so we've been out of the field over the last, uh, I think we did that one on like last Wednesday or something. So we got that done, but ever since then, we've been weaning calves and everything, putting them in the pens, and we've been getting hot wire up around the wheat pasture and uh, getting the cows out on corn stalks off that uh, grass and and uh, grass pasture. So uh, we got actually had to go outside and get out of our uh, motor vehicles and actually like walk a little bit and opened some gates and everything, so we've actually had to exercise a little bit, which is kind of a bummer, but, you know, sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. But, hey, Brent, uh, what's, what's your job on the cotton crew? You the module guy or the stripper guy? Everything. 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 Sometimes I'm the the bowl buggy. Sometimes I'm the module builder. Sometimes I'm the cotton stripper. And sometimes I just go the hell home. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's uh, it's kind of a, around a musical chairs. Most of the time, me and one of my, my middle brother will switch seats on the cotton stripper and uh, – Everybody else kind of, oh, depends on when the nephew gets out, out of school. He can't ever get out of school <laughs> fast enough to uh, get to the bowl buggy. So, uh, a second tower cratered. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you had to be there that night. It had to be there. But, uh, he, uh, the boy loves him some farming. And actually, I'm glad you mentioned that, Landon, because our commercial is actually a PSA this week, a public service announcement about kids and their parents and communicating about maybe their future lives i don't know and so i'm glad you actually brought that up because that's going to be relevant in our commercial but uh we so yeah we've got hopefully we'll get back in the field this weekend get some cotton going through the cotton stripper and um getting over into the module and into the gym so yeah we've got that all that to look forward to landon what you got you got everything done you said you got milo done yeah we got milo finished up friday and now we're just waiting to Bell up some stalks and then start plowing things up for next year. Nice, nice. So uh, got all that done. Landon, did the elections turn out like you wanted them to? You know, I thought the blue wave was was going to be a little bit more more substantial, but maybe. <laughs> the blue wave doesn't look very wavy. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. That was stupid. <clears throat> no, that, I'm not big on the whole blue wave thing. Dude, Ricky Skaggs is getting it right now. That's so stupid. I just made a tweet about that, and I'll be damned if. Two minutes later, Ricky Skaggs didn't show up. And it it's Ricky Skaggs, and then it looks like Vince Gill from like 25 years ago. And some old chick was just shaking her floppy boobs out in the audience, man. And now Ricky Skaggs is just ripping a freaking, it's not a ukulele. I don't know. It's like a mini guitar. It's not a ukulele, though. That guy's got some immaculate hair. Man is getting, and now the guy, the uh, Captain Obvious commercial uh, <laughs> yeah. guy is in like the third row. Yeah, like even some of the members of the Lonely Hearts band are there. <laughs> <laughs> and now who do we have here? 
Yeah. Oh, Ricky. Oh, yeah. Keith Urban. Oh, Here we go. Good gosh. All right. The glasses are coming off again. See, I like Keith Urban. He's Whatever. all right. No, he's not. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> you don't even like Nickelback. <laughs> I don't know. See, we got in. If, I don't know if anybody followed our Twitter thread here the last few days, but we got into a whole. Oh, it started out as Nickelback, and then it went into all kinds of stuff, alcohol and stuff. And who's that tall, lanky dude? It's not Chris Stapleton. He's got doesn't have enough hair to be Chris Stapleton. But Probably Kid Rock. And look, Sting. He's doing the. Uh, he's in the drum set, and uh, so he's got the bleached out hair. Or is that Billy Idol? I can't tell. But so I I've been kind of a closeted. I I kind of like some of Florida Georgia Line songs, not. Not that they were country, but I just thought they had a good tune. Until now, they had, before this last commercial break, they did the little previews of the upcoming artists, and one of the Florida Georgia Line dudes had these freaking tight-ass braided ponytails. So, oh, Marty Stewart, man. Check it out. He's got the uh, he's got the laced-together legs, uh, Wrangler, black Wranglers, man. Wearing, looks, his, wearing his kerchief. <laughs> wearing his kerchief, yeah. Wearing his kerchief and a bolo tie. Man, that is so awesome. There's that chick from Father of the Bride. Yeah, right. Brad Paisley's wife. She's pretty funny. Man, they are bringing out, they are bringing out freaking guitars like, <laughs> like babies in a caravan. I hope they tear the stage up. <laughs> you think they tear it? You think Ricky Skagg still tears up a, a hotel room at night? <laughs> I, I like to think so. And even who was that? That was was that Martina McBride filming the CMAs with her iPhone? I mean, for real. Even the superstars are doing that now. Not even the not even the sixteen uh, year old girls or the twenty one year old frat guys. And now there's Tim McGraw and his freaking uh, no. Was that Tim McGraw and his uh, uh, Amarillo brokerage cap? No, Brent, back in 1999 when the Spurs won the finals, oh, one of their players was walking around with a big old camcorder <laughs> fil- fil- <laughs> yeah. filming his teammates' reactions. Oh, man. <laughs> my mom, we had one of those shoulder-mounted cam- uh, shoulder camcorders. Uh, we always took, My mom always filmed our steer shows on the at the shows and whatnot. And it was, uh, man, and we'd always go, as soon as we got home from the show, man, we'd freaking pull that video and slam it in the VCR. But, man, <laughs> if we just had Photoshop or something back then, man, we would have been off, or movie uh, time or whatever you do to uh, video um, uh, video edit that stuff. And now they got some 14-year-old Rain Man prodigy playing the fiddle. <laughs> what is with it? So is the is the mini guitar thing, Is that? I guess that's the thing now? I guess so. And now Trisha Yearwood, they just put Trisha Yearwood on the screen, and she's all all she can do is uh, think about how many how many millions of dollars her husband is in, earning in interest right now. Did you see that Easy Bake Oven in the chair next to her? <laughs> <laughs> and there's Nicole Kidman. She don't know what the hell's yeah. going on because her skin is so infected with Botox. She's like, "This is what my husband does." <laughs> oh, oh, look at all these blokes. And then they got one lady that looks like she's a librarian in a middle school. <laughs> she looks like that one witch from Hocus Pocus. She, does. <laughs> she looks like not Bet. Who is it? Bet Midler and <laughs> yes, uh, the, uh, that. She looks like, or no, she looks like the nun from Sister Act. Footloose. <laughs> oh, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Landon, who do you think the crossover artist they're going to have on stage is going to be? You think it's going to be like Mariah Carey, or is I it going to be more of an Eminem? I don't know, Brent. I just saw Mariah Carey on a commercial. Oh man. Uh, all I want for you is Christmas, Landon. Yeah. She already ruined New Year's a couple years ago. <laughs> maybe um, she can. Maybe she can save country music. Now let's see who would be a good crossover music artist. Uh, let's see, not Madonna. Uh, maybe uh, 
Dr. Dre. They don't ever have Dr. Dre on there. Maybe it's some of the uh, murder probably, death probably, row music guys. I don't know. You know, maybe maybe, maybe uh, Pac will come back in like a hologram again. Maybe Vanilla Ice. You know, he's he's went over to rock and rap, and he's he's probably ready to make the move. Well, uh, <laughs> I don't know. He even <laughs> fixes his homes now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Vanilla Ice project. He, I wonder. I wonder whose ideas he stole from. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm rich now, so I'm going to go build houses. That, yeah. That I stole. I stole. Um, I stole Queen soundtrack. Yeah. So now I can, and got rich off of it. So. Yeah, I saw a deal on him one time. He was talking about getting sued. And he goes, I don't know why they're upset because my song goes, da-na-na-na-na-na-na. Yeah. And theirs goes, da-na-na-na-na-na-na. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't see any resemblance at all. And Oh, man. Well, Landon, we've gotten too long in this. I had absolutely no plans of commentating on the CMA Music Awards. But, you know, you go with what works. So, uh Right now, we're going to get to our commercial break. That's uh, actually not no sponsor this week. It's actually a PSA, um, and you'll be really want to listen close. It's kind of got an after-school special uh, mo- uh, mood to it. Uh, so check it out. Radar Ricardo is going to give you his uh, weather report, and we'll be back with handicap spot parking right after this. Dexter, oh, Dexter, come quick. Yes, what is it, my love? Look at what I found under Little Junior's mattress. What were you doing under Little Junior's mattress? I was cleaning. Oh, Helen, you ignorant slut. You don't clean. Well, nevertheless, look at these magazines that I found. I don't see anything wrong. What, what's, what's wrong with the magazines? Take a look, you piece of shit. It's just, I see, I see a farm journal and a uh, progressive farmer and a... Uh, I see a real lengthy uh, High Plains Journal. No. Oh. Oh, Helen, no. It's a... It's a Farm Futures magazine. And... Options... An options trading book. And... Why... Why are these pages so stuck together? Oh, honey. You don't think. No. It, it couldn't be possible. After all these, after all these years in preaching and teaching to our little boy, and look at what else I found. He's got little toys in the back of his room. The boy's 16 years old. Also, I heard the other day, I looked at his chats and his messaging. He was talking about role play and virtual reality with strangers on the internet. Oh no, oh sweetheart, no. Just say anything but that. Could it, could it be? Oh, sweetheart, no. We, we, we're going to send, we promised we'd send him to the finest school in the world. And he's going to do this to us? No, no, what's it? He's not going to be a Don't let this happen to you as a parent. It can only lead to certain desperation. This has been a PSA brought to you by the Dryline Farmer Podcast. Keep your son and your daughter close to your heart. Hey man, quit trying to put on the lights before we put up the tree, man. I thought it makes it all hard or whatnot. 
Hey, 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 this is Arena Ricardo de la Serie, we're bringing your Giant Pumper Podcast weather update. Well, Britt, you got a little snowstorm or whatnot, and it's all starting to melt or whatever. Maybe you get back in the cotton field, I don't know, maybe Friday or Saturday. You might want to start on Friday, though, because Saturday, the Sunday, man, it's going to be all, like, cold again. I mean, it's not going to snow or anything like that, but it's going to be, like, 43 and, like, 40 for highs, macho. So you'll have to get on that macho builder and, like, turn on the heater or whatever and, like, put your hands on the hydraulic hose because, man, that's where all the heat's going to be unless you bring it, you know, unless you bring your chica up there with you. Hey, macho, other than that, it's going to be pretty nice, you know, Thursday, Friday, 61, 63, Monday, Tuesday, eh, 56, 58. And I don't know if you heard me in the background when I started, man, Diego's already tried to barely put up the lights on the trees or whatever, but he didn't even have the tree up first. He's trying to put the lights on or like whatever before we even put the tree up, Bato. and that's even better than last year because last year he tried to put on all the ornaments like all on first or whatever, like, and he didn't even have like the tree all put together. He like, he still had it like third, you know, he had like the, like the, the big, uh, you know, uh, Chapel Gordo, you know, piece, you know, the big base or whatever, and then like the middle piece, and like the top little chica on the top, or whatever, and he's like putting ornaments on even before he's connecting them, so when they're like, we're putting the tree all together or whatever, it was like all falling and everything, and like the little glass things were like getting all in the carpets and whatever, and it was like getting them in between my tooties, and it kind of hurt, and it kind of cut up or whatever, so I mean like all those people that are already putting up their Christmas lights, put up your tree first, and then like string it up with lights. Or you can be like all the other gringos and get like a pre-lit tree. Hey, hey, this Radar Ricardo De La Serio update is brought to you by a public service announcement for parents and their farming or to-be farmer kids. This is Radar Ricardo De La Serio. I'm back to you. Well, thanks Ricardo for that report. That was a great on the on the target report, as always. Well, we can seriously keep going on and on about the CMA Awards this uh, on this episode tonight, but we won't because we talked about handicap spots and we already previewed it. And I'm not going to go back and edit that out. So here we go. We're talking handicap spots, the uh, whole aura around them, and uh, people that kind of go crazy over them. So here we go. Okay, so Landon, have you ever required a, a handicapped parking spot? No, but there was one time in high school, and I'm not proud of this, but I was just a little tyke. I, I was driving my grandmother's car to high school one day while my pickup was getting fixed. Was it like a Buick LeSabre? It was. <laughs> All right. It was a 1989 Buick LeSabre. Those things have awesome engines. But anyway, yeah, the worst thing I did is how fast I drove it later that day. But anyway. Nice. So I was does going to McDonald's. Does it drive good on two wheels? Yeah, <laughs> it, it doesn't flip over. <laughs> but uh, I went to McDonald's and she had the handicap sticker, so I thought, well, I might as well use it just because it's there. And so, so I'm not, I'm not really proud of that. I mean, I, sh- I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot more healthy choices to eat at than McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> so that that would be a whole other topic. What places should not even have handicap <laughs> spots anyway? You yeah, know, that's a good point, Brent. Like McDonald's shouldn't have one because one of the requirements to get one is, I mean. All the McDonald's parking lot should be a handicapped spot because one of the requirements <laughs> is you can't walk. The inability to walk two blocks without resting. <laughs> I'd say about 100% of the people that go to McDonald's can't well, do that. Well, color me disabled because <laughs> I tell you what, when I get to that first curb, man, I'm, I'm bending over at both legs, breathing hard because yeah. I am, after all, an American. 
But yeah, I mean, I mean, it's what part of the eighty American with the Disabilities Act. You got, I don't know what it is. They got to have a parking spot everywhere in any place. You think they had handicapped parking spots back in the old west? I don't know. I mean, we kind of mentioned that earlier. I, I mean, I, mean, you, you I think you'd, you think sorry, you think you'd have to have two kinds. Like, what if you had a handicapped horse? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, and would the handicapped horse also need a handicapped spot? You know? Yeah, I, mean, I think it would. So, I mean, they didn't put handicapped people on handicapped horses, did they? I mean, uh, back then they just shot kinda, the horse. Kind of balance them out. Like maybe if you had a three-legged horse and it gets up to the spot, maybe there's a barrel for a horse in that condition. You can maybe just put its stump on the barrel. That could like lean onto the barrel or something. Yeah. I wonder if there's any horse. Like you've seen those dogs that have like the two wheels on their back legs. Yeah. I wonder if there are any horses like that. They didn't have smooth enough roads for anything <laughs> like that. It was a you know the Pony Express. They didn't have any smooth. It was just a trail they fell into. It's true. Yeah, or like where do you think the wagons were a little lower? You know to to make it more accessible. They probably didn't think about a whole lot of stuff like that. Did they have the the did they have the toilet seat that was like four feet off the ground? <laughs> yeah, of course they probably didn't have stall. Like I guess it was an outhouse back then. Yeah, did they have a handicap outhouse? Yeah, a little, little bit bigger. <laughs> yeah, it had a sliding door instead of having to hinge it open. You just kind of swat it open. Just had a hole in the floor. Yeah, was the hole not as deep for a handicap bathroom? <laughs> mm. I don't know why that makes any sense, but yeah, I don't think Open Range or Dances with Wolves touched on that any. They didn't cover that in Big in the Big Valley, <laughs> no, no, or Gunsmoke or the, none of that. You know what they really they don't really cover that in the Bible. To be honest with you, you never hear they. I hear I remember one story in the New Testament somewhere where somebody had to go. T- <laughs> somebody had to go take a leak in between sermons. You know, <laughs> in between sacrifices. All right. Before we go any further, does anybody need to take a restroom break? <laughs> the goat, the ghost, just looking up like, "Please, dear God, somebody need to take a <laughs> yeah. leak." Yeah, yeah, I know. You know, I've seen Dances with Wolves a lot, and I've never seen Stands with a Fist take take poops with a cane <laughs> into the into the into the bathroom TP. So, oh yeah. man, that is is it is it the bathroom TP a little redundant, Landon? <laughs> TP. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I need some TP over here in my TP. <laughs> <laughs> White men have no squ- no square to spare. <laughs> uh, oh, White man, no square to spare. <laughs> I don't have. I just can't spare it. <laughs> if you didn't really watch Seinfeld a whole bunch and don't have it memorized, you're gonna really be lost in this podcast quite a bit because we get lots of references to the old Seinfeld show. But uh, so yeah, so handicapped parking spots, Landon. So you said you actually used one under the auspices of your grandma's. <clears throat> Handicap parking placard. Yep, that's pretty sad. Bar- it was. I was. I was. You were using your grandma's placard for a good spot at McDonald's. Yes, I got it. It but, saved me a lot of time, Brent. You know, I uh, when I drove my grandma around when we had her car and everything, and she had the handicap sticker. We used the hell out of that thing. Of course, we had her with us at the time, so we were helping her out. But uh, I tell you what, man, you get a lot of thing. <laughs> you get a lot of shit done when you can park. In the first parking spot at any place you need to go to, <laughs> but uh, but you know that is like one of those. It's kind of one of those crazy laws that everybody obeys. I mean, ninety nine percent of the time, you don't see anybody in a handicapped parking spot unless they've got a handicap cre- uh, credentials on their vehicle somewhere. That's a good point. It's kind of like who who's the so, oh yeah? What Jerry Seinfeld said is like, you know, dry clean only is one of the only rules that humans will not break. <laughs> like you know smoking and all that it's like ah hell with it i do the only thing i want <laughs> dry cleaning are you crazy you're gonna put that in the washer yeah 
that it's just like the uh, the handicap spot. I mean, nobody's parking in that spot because they think. I guess they think they're either going to get ostracized from the community or they're just going to get you know like this big massive ticket. Okay, I got a big massive ticket one time at Texas Tech because my freshman year I was at the dorms and it was it was we just started Christmas break and I was packing stuff up to leave the dorm and we had I guarantee you probably eight to nine handicapped parking spots right there at the dormitory. I didn't see three people with a limp in our dorm. But I was, so anyway, what I did was I was loading stuff and getting ready to go home. And I parked in the furthest parking spot. I put my, I put my flashers on that whole, you know, that whole bag. So I'm like, they know I'm just going to be there temporarily. And there were literally seven empty spots between me and the, you know, the entryway to the building. So I make about three trips in and out of the building from my room to back, back to my pickup. Come back to my last load, and there is a ticket sitting on the window. Two hundred and fifty bucks for a handicapped parking sticker violation, and I <laughs> I appealed it like two or three times until I finally got to like the parking supreme court, and they said you got to pay it. So naturally, I put it on my uh, tuition bill. And my parents paid it, so it was pretty nice. But uh, uh, you didn't want to get they kind of they were kind of a Gestapo when it came to parking spots out there at Texas Tech University. So uh, you didn't want to, uh, they were going to catch you one way. I can't imagine what it's like now, Landon. They probably have like drones and like they got <laughs> infrared sensors from like all the buildings. I can tell if you've got like a commuter pass or if you've got a residential hall pass or yeah, God forbid not, if you park in a handicapped spot. It's not like the good days when we were there when they try to chase you down with their bicycles. <laughs> You're just like, ah, screw you. <laughs> bring, 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 bring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they try to stop you and everything. Oh, no, I never. It was by the time I got there, the ticket was already there and they was already gone. <clears throat> but uh, so, you know, we, we looked up a few little or, you know, not necessarily looked them up, but uh, we were I was thinking of a few, you know, crazy reasons people might conjure up to. uh you know, to uh, qualify for a handicap parking spot. So we actually ended up looking stuff up. And um, so here are a few uh, crazy things that got, um, that got, what's the word I'm looking for here, Landon? I don't know. Qualified for a handicap parking placard. Brent, do you want me to read off the, the actual conditions? Go that, for it. Okay, so first, there has to be a loss. You know, one, there's like six or seven, half a dozen reasons you can get one. The loss of use of your legs or hands, the inability to walk two blocks without resting, which we've covered as most everybody, heart, lung, or circulatory disease, strokes or epilepsy, mental health problems, age, and other forms of serious illness. So, like on the mental health problem, you know, depression is a mental health issue. And how many people are diagnosed with that every year? No kidding. And in this last one, age and other forms of serious illness, are they saying that age is a form of a serious serious illness? Well, I mean, if you die from old age, I guess, yeah, it kind of is. Did you see the story about that guy who was 69 trying to sue the government to make him say he's 45? <laughs> no. Yeah, that's a for real deal. It was pretty legit. I looked it up and everything. So if he dies when he's 95 slash 70, who's he going to sue? Is his family going to sue somebody? Like, is he going to sue God or something or... How's that going to work? So is he saying that he identifies as somebody that was born in 1973? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. He's a Vietnam baby. Yeah. But uh, so, but he, he's doing that so he can meet chicks. Like, that's no joke. He can tell, like, I think they're going to be able to tell the difference between 45 and 69. Wouldn't the best age ever to be, to meet chicks, be 69? Ex absolutely. I mean, yeah, sure, you can't 
bend over at 69 anymore. But, I mean, for 365 days, you are a junior high and a high school joke every day of the week. I yeah. mean, how can you? That's what you live for. 21, you know, you turn 21, you live for that for that birthday. Uh, 35, you can run for president. And 69, you can joke about yourself every day for 365 days. So, yeah, uh, here are some crazy reasons people tried to get a handicapped parking spot. Um, apparently bad diarrhea. Yeah, I can get that. I mean, that kind of that I would go with that. I mean, if you got to get to the bathroom real quick, you don't want to make a mess. Uh, let's see. Ingrown toenails. That would be kind of tough to get passed by a bad cold. Uh, yeah, bad colds don't really last that long. Um, dry skin. <laughs> I guess if you've got psoriasis, you don't want to be itching all the way across the parking lot and yeah. scratching off all your skin cells until you get to, until you get to the sliding doors at the Walmart. Uh, see, yeah, I walk in land and say, you can't, if you can't walk two blocks without resting, that's an actual one. But I was, so I was looking up a lot of this stuff and, uh, some of the funny parking spots and, you know, a lot of, I've talked to people that, you know, have a disability or whatever, man, they, they're the, some of the funniest people I've ever met. They have the best humor, but some of the most seen image I saw on, uh, humor in, I see, I think I typed in like humor and disabilities or whatever. And all of them had a T-shirt that said, just in it for the parking. <laughs> and I think that is awesome. I If I ever get hurt one day, that's the, I'm not even going to buy a crutch first. I'm going to be looking for the just in it for the parking T-shirt. Yeah, and I saw a good T-shirt that said, uh, you should worship the ground that I can't walk on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know that guy, I mean, he's got to have a, a great sense of humor to have yeah. a T-shirt like that. I mean, Landon walks around all day. He's like... Don't hate me because I'm a douchebag. Now I've got the T-shirt that says, "Who needs who needs who needs hair with a body like this?" Yeah, because <laughs> there's enough body to, to go around for That's you. True. Oh, okay. There's Garth Brooks. He's singing, and Trisha Yearwood. All her eyes are green, not because she's wearing contacts, because that's all she sees is dollar yeah. bills, honey. I think, those, bi- I think those six cookies are almost ready in that easy bake oven. <laughs> yeah, I think for she bo- cooked eighteen earlier <laughs> for both him and Trisha. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey T, you gonna bring over those chocolate chips, honey? Yeah, there's probably not many leftovers with him around. Oh, and he was in also uh, at Jared McDaniel. I know you don't like Garth Brooks, but hey, I think he sold more albums than like Michael Jackson. So, you know, suck on it. He's definitely sold more albums than Chris Gaines. (laughs) Wait a minute. That's the same guy. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not I'm not defending Chris Gaines. That was Uh, an ill gotten. That was an ill thought of. uh, I don't know what you Brent. That that was a dream and a bad one. That was a dream and a bad one. That was a nightmare on LSD. Yeah, that's probably when he hooked up with Trisha. <laughs> she probably thought he. That's she's probably still waiting for Chris Gaines to come out. It's like, when is this <laughs> damn cowboy gonna put up his freaking cowboy belt, a cowboy hat up, and get out that slick backed hair with the bolo tie? Yeah, I wonder if he's gonna try to play for the Padres again. Oh yeah, that's pretty tight. That, man, I ought to try out for the Padres. We got the Sod Poodles. That's their farm team now. They're in Amarillo. That's gonna be pretty awesome. Yeah, we got the old got the old turtle heads. What do you think? Do you think they're gonna have like uh, you know like the Red Raiders at Texas Tech? We have our guns up. What are they gonna have for the sod poodles? I wonder. Like they gonna have something peeking out of a hole or something? I, I like your idea of just having a having a having a buttload of holes out in the outfield. <laughs> <laughs> are you being literal about that? A buttload of holes or a, a bucket load? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so, yeah, if anybody's interested in minor league baseball in uh, the Texas Panhandle, Amarillo, Texas just got their uh, team named as the Amarillo Sod Poodles. They're like a double-A team for the San Diego Padres, mm-hmm. so it's actually a pretty going to be a pretty sweet stadium, but, uh, 
I mean, and you know they were going with side poodles the whole time. Oh yeah, and it's a pretty cool logo. There was one there was one person on Twitter that said their team name, I think it's in Alabama, is the Trash Pandas. Oh wow. These I bet I bet the sod poodles are going to have an inordinate amount of handicap spots, <laughs> and all the, and yeah, it's going to be for all the players. <laughs> a lot of broken ankles. <laughs> only sod poodle park, sod poodle yeah. parking only. <laughs> if your ball goes down a prairie dog hole, it's a grand rule triple. <laughs> yeah, right, all right. Well, uh, Landon, we've exhausted the handicap thing. I, I think we've gotten more play out of this whole CMA award deal and uh, all that. Like, but uh, before we go, we got to we got to mention all of our colleagues on the Global Ag Network. We had a we're getting closer and closer to just a full-blown launch on this thing. Uh, we had great talks over the last uh, week or so, and um, just wanted to mention a lot of those guys. You got what moving uh, the Working Cows podcast and Girls Talk Ag and um, a lot. Ask Agnes. They hadn't even launched it yet, but it's going to be a pretty cool question and answer deal. Uh, of course, Ag News Daily with Delaney and Mike. They're heading this whole thing up, and uh, they're really doing a good job of putting this whole thing together. We hope to. Uh, have a great relationship with them, and as we already do, and we hope that it continues for a long time. So, uh, as long as we don't get ourselves kicked off the network for saying something just, you know, something you wouldn't even say in impolite, you know, company. So, uh, but yeah, the Global Ag Network, everybody check it out, globalagnetwork.com. Pretty soon you're going to find all of our episodes coming out of that source. It's still going to be on iTunes, but it's going to be filtered through the Global Ag Network website. So, everybody, don't park in a handicap spot. And one final question, Landon, do you think there are too many or too little handicap spots out there? I think it's just about right. Yeah. I, I'm thinking they're overkilling a little bit. And I also think the people that are getting a little self-righteous on confronting people that park in a handicap spot for 15 seconds to, you know, check their email. They don't want to run over because they don't want to run over anybody while they're texting, you know. And uh, they're going to move in like 30 seconds, and they've already got like the Gestapo and the SS coming up on their tail. Yeah, don't go shoot them. It's better to park in a handicapped spot instead of driving while you're on your phone and making making people handicapped. So. Yeah. And, you know, I said a few episodes ago, if you really want to make your day go a little faster and make it a little happier, uh, I was saying you wanted to look at videos that people getting tased. Look at videos of people looking at their phones and like walking straight into a freaking light post. That is like one of my favorites. We should do an episode of that where we just watch the videos and commentate on. Yeah, them. It's, <laughs> it's like it's like two girls in a cup reactions. <laughs> oh gosh, damn! Uh, oh god, I don't see how long it takes for Landon to throw up. <laughs> oh gosh, from laughter. Oh, uh, uh, but guys, we're gonna get out of here. Um, this CMA deal is gonna go on for like two hours more, and we can't do it that long. So. We hope everybody listens to all our fellow colleagues on the Global Ag Network. And, um, yeah, until next week, we're hopefully going to be back in the cotton field, getting some cotton out of the field. And, Lynn, is probably you're going to be, heck, you've got like a six-month like hiatus now, don't you? I hope. Four yeah. Carlson's in a, in a cotton field. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lynn is going to be coming running the module building. But, guys, we got to go. Until next time, everybody have a safe harvest, and we'll ask you what side of the line are you on? The Drawland Farmer Podcast proudly supports farmers and their families and their children and everything in between. The Drawland Farmer Podcast, all rights reserved, 2018. Now a member of the Global Ag Network. <laughs>